Here we are. Good evening. Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. We're going to get this started. We got a lot going on. The first, this is like two shows in one. Okay, two shows in one. The first hour, we're going to do, uh, we're going to be talking, we're not going to do, we're going to be talking to Twisted Messes, Kent, Mr. Twisted Messes himself. And then at 10 o'clock, we are going to be discussing the New Jersey Vape Expo. That should be interesting. Don't listen. Don't compare the music to what I'm going to be talking about. I don't want to get into this now. Heck, let me bring on Dino. Oh, my God. People music, and then they put two things together. Oh, Kevin must be for what they did this weekend. Idiots. Where's uh, Dino? There he is. There's Dino. Where's Dino's intro music? Dino. I hate you. I don't like you. Must have his intro music. <laughs> song sucked. Dino. <laughs> I hate you. I don't like you. This is coming from someone who listens to Frank Sinatra. <laughs> you didn't fucking, you haven't played this in a while. <laughs> yeah, I did. Dino. Yes, I did. God, everybody gets all crazy. You know, I play a song and then they think, oh, that must be what he thinks about the expo. No. You're a rebel you are. That's not what I think. I've always been a rebel. I've always uh, gone against the grain. I've always defied authority. But what happened this weekend was a complete and utter. The shit show. That's what it was. The shit show. That's exactly. We'll get to that later. In fact, I talked to the organizer of this thing, Andy uh, Ballou, today. He'll, hopefully, he calls in. I asked him if he call in. Uh, he, I can understand how I wouldn't have time, but he might. But actually, he said quite a bit. But we're going to get into that in a second hour. I don't want to get into that right now. At ten o'clock, we're going to get into this whole uh, thing. Dino has this guy uh, coming on. Uh, what's his name, John? What's John's last John name? Nathan. John Nathan. This guy's fantastic. I love him. <laughs> Hang on, I got to turn you up. I love his videos. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, that's much better. Yeah, his videos are phenomenal. <laughs> I love this guy. He's, he's one of the biggest troublemakers on uh, on Facebook. <laughs> he's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you got to look up John Nathan on Facebook when you have some free time and look at his videos. They are yeah, phenomenal. He hates Russ, too. <laughs> I know, Russ told He me. hates fucking Russ. Russ says, I don't think the guy likes me. I just, <laughs> I just give an example. He was he he's calling in because number one he was at the uh, uh, the uh, the shit Jersey show yeah the shit show he was at the New Jersey Vaping Expo uh, this weekend and he was ta- he took some phenomenal video he is so great in fact I think the best video I well I don't think it was the best video I think the other videos are the best but the funniest one you see the one Dino where he's listening to Scott Stapp <laughs> who. Scott Stapp from Creed did an acoustical set. Oh, I saw, had a big smile on his face. And that, <laughs> he already said at the end, <laughs> listen to this. This is John. He's filming uh, Scott Stapp playing at the New Jersey Vape Expo. <laughs> Just listen. Fucking real. 
of you, Scott Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I love you. Love you. Scott! <laughs> Scott, I love you. No one bought it. <laughs> That's the best. It's for our next solo album. No one bought it. That's so great. Where's this guy been all my life? This guy's fantastic. <laughs> you were looking for a, a Stuttering John. I think you might have found one. Oh, this guy's fantastic. He's wonderful. He, he interviewed uh, Sour. I, I he started, interviewed Sour Batch. Uh, yeah, did you see that video? Those kids look like they're fucking 15. Yeah, I know. <laughs> looks like a bunch of 15-year-olds. One kid's got fucking acne. He looks like he didn't even go through puberty yet. It's true. They look like they're 50. I don't know. They should have been ID'd before they were allowed in there. I mean, yeah, they're young. Not surprising. And uh, he interviewed, uh, um, like, he found one. I'm going to play all this later when he comes on. He interviewed uh, one guy that was mixing uh, e-liquid right at the fucking table outside of the convention center. I mean, <laughs> it's just great. You know, he's just questioning this bullshit that's going on. It was, it was just, it was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. He's got to go to every. We got to fly him out to every vape meet there is, and just <laughs> have him do this. <laughs> I mean, it was so great. So yeah, I'm gonna have. Tw- you know what? I, I fuck it. I I go on the blog talk so I can use the phones. Uh, there's no way to hook it up on Skype anymore. Now I have to use this stupid thing where they make me call this dumb fucking number that's... Cl- I can hear it clicking every fucking two seconds. It sounds horrible. Oh, that's what I hear? Yeah, that's that thing. I, I, I don't have Skype anymore. And I can't call out to guests anymore. So I had to tell uh, Kent, you know, ask him to call at 915, which is ridiculous. What they did now was is they completely took away everything I had, and now I got to pay double if I want it back. They just, oh, you don't have it anymore. If you want it, you got to pay double. What the fuck is that? How can I do that? And how can I do that? I don't understand how they can do that. They just took it away. So I don't know what I'm going to do about that, but at least there's phone lines. There's got to be phone lines because uh, I'm hoping that this Andy Ballou calls. And I talked to him uh, for, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes, and it was certainly very, very interesting, (laughs) to say the least. I mean, wow. This is just, you know, incredible. I mean, ladies and gentlemen. The shit show. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the shit show. That's what, that's what you heard when you walked in. <laughs> oh, you walked in, they said. Welcome to the shit show. They said, holy shit. <laughs> Listen, I didn't call it that. Everybody all weekend, if you look on Facebook, everywhere, Reddit, everywhere, they've been calling it the shit show. So they gave it a new name. But uh, man, oh, I got so much to yeah, talk about I heard with it was that a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, <it was. laughs> oh, to say the least. I hope the guy calls in. I really do. I hope he calls in because boy, I couldn't really ask him all the questions I wanted to ask him. I did ask him. Well, I'll get into this later. I got uh, Kent on the line. We got to bring him on because the first hour is dedicated. I've been waiting to talk to Twisted Messes. Where is he? Let's see if this works. Let's see if this works. I got to get his intro too. Kent, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? 
Oh, yes, I can hear you. And this wonderful system I have is making you sound very low. Oh, geez, this is terrible. Terrible. Hang on. I'm going to turn Dino down, and I'm going to turn you up. Okay, you there? Yep, I sure am. Oh, okay, that that's that's much better. It's better. Dino, you still there? I'm here. Okay, good. I can turn you down and turn him up, so that's fine. All right, there we go. Twisted message. I want to. I want to thank you, Kent, for number one joining us. I love your builds. I love your dripper. I think it's phenomenal that you were able to come out in the air and join us. There is something though. I have to play your intro music first. Okay, hang on. Every guest gets All intro right. music. Yes, and this is your intro music. Hang on. Here it is. Hey guys, how's it going? Dino joined you for this one. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> All right. Ah. Oh. You pussy motherfucker. <laughs> That's a great song. <laughs> That's phenomenal, Ken. <laughs> I do want to thank you for joining us. Uh, it is an honor to have you, sir. I've been watching your videos. Like I said, uh, you have a great, great dripper. Many people in our store buy it. They love it. Uh, your videos are great. I don't know how in the world you build that stuff. I look at it, and I I, I mean, let me before I get anything, I'd ask you first. I mean, right. do you just sit there all day and just build? I mean, how long, average length, does it take you to – okay, let me ask you this. Let's go to a certain build. Let's say right. the uh, staged – or let's take the staple, the staple uh, tiger coil. How long did it take you to build that? <laughs> the first time, probably a few hours. Right, few but, hours. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, it's you must. Do you just sit there and build all day? I mean, <laughs> is that what you do? Because it, it's. I wish. If, if it was up to me, that's exactly what I would do all day, every day. Yeah. I mean, they're just incredible, some of these builds. And they're so, you know, you've seen them, right? They're so perfect and precise, and it's it's unreal what he does. I wouldn't even attempt it. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't even. I thought I was good at building coils until all these maniacs came out of the woodwork. Uh, I wouldn't even try. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I mean, it's incredible. When, when did you start vaping, Ken? How long have you been vaping? Uh I think the first time that I bought an actual, like, a C4 Ego was, like, three or four years ago. So it was like... And I would go off and on. I've been vaping consistently for, like, two years now, I think. So when did you start uh, uh, doing building? I mean, when did you wrap your first coil? How, how long have you been vaping before you started doing that? Well, I vaped for about a year and a half, I think. I don't know, the timeline felt three. But um when I started vaping the last time, I was vaping for like two or three months. Yeah. And then and then I started burning coils. I just wanted more vapor. Yeah, I mean the the coils are incredible. Now, are there, like, when you started doing this, were you, like, looking around at, like, Instagram and Facebook? Were there other coil makers that you kind of, like, looked up to that, that uh, started doing this? I mean, who do you think are the, the innovators of the coil uh, building thing besides you, obviously? Yeah. Um, back when I first started, there was a guy, or there still is a guy named Up Dex. Yes. On Instagram. His name's Dexter Manololi. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. He's 
from the beginning, he's been doing really cool builds, just with intricate bends and different stuff like that. Just red art. I think he was kind of the pioneer of it. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, deep dub decks. I mean, his you've seen him, right? Do you know his builds are insane, absolutely insane. I, I haven't seen those. Yeah, I, they're incredible. His Instagram is deep, uh, deep. I think it's D E P dub D U B decks. I mean, they're just they're just insane. I mean, Twistus is right up there with him, but I mean, my God, they really are crazy. So you, you started doing these builds. You started making videos. Uh, now in the videos, you show people how to do these builds. I've watched a couple of these videos, and it's just not going to happen for me. <laughs> You're very good at explaining it, but I, I just, I, I couldn't even get. I would get so frustrated that I just fucking throw the coil out the window. I mean, I have a hard enough time just building, uh, you know, uh, basic coils vertically. I mean, I, I just, it's insane. But uh, you started doing the videos, and a lot of people watch your videos. And I do notice in one of your videos, you know, I, I like that you said this. You know, you pointed out that this is not something for someone who's just starting to vape. Because I'm sure a lot of new vape, they, they see these videos, and, and oh, I want to blow clouds, and, 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 and they go nuts. And I'm sure you get these people messaging you, and you do point out that this is not for somebody who's uh, just begun vaping. This is someone who should be experienced and understands batteries and, and coil building and know what they're doing. So that is smart, smart that you said exactly. that. When I first started, um, I was just building for myself. I made the videos just for like helping friends stuff so that I didn't have to explain it at the end again. Right. And then once I realized... There were so many people watching it, and then I started getting those texts, like I just mentioned, like, hey, I'm, I just want to blow clouds. I have this battery, this battery, and I started getting kind of alarmed uh, that I might be, you know, causing people to do something dangerous. So. Oh, I know. Everybody wants to blow clouds. Oh, they want to blow clouds, blow clouds. Now, you know, I just, I'm going to be honest with you. I just learned recently that there's a reason for these builds. I mean, I would see these builds and I thought, oh, these guys are just doing this to show off or, you know, it's just for show. I mean, well, what the fuck could a build do? I've learned that's absolutely wrong. Um, different builds uh, achieve different types of vapes. You could actually get a lot more flavor off certain types of builds than others, which I, I now, why is that? Can you explain to the audience why that is? Say, like, what what build, number one, what build do you think would be the best for just full-out flavor? Uh, it depends what you're talking about. Because different builds are going to have different forms as well. Some are going to be a lot warmer. So some people, like, you can have really good flavor off the standard zipper coil, but it might be a little bit too warm for somebody's liking at that level. So if you clapped in, probably the, the biggest payout for the amount of effort you put into it. Because once you learn it, you can whip it out. I can do one in literally five minutes. 26 gauge with 36, 38 around the outside. And um, that creates a juice panel between the two wires um, and then that are bound together with a smaller wire. So it fills up with juice and then you apply the heat and it shoots out of those little slots from the tiny gauge of wire. And it um, disperses the vapor, getting a large volume of liquid. So, larger volume of liquid, obviously, there's more flavor molecules inside of that. So, you're going to get a large volume, literally. 
Uh, Ken, are you there? I'm, I'm going to call yeah, you. Ba- I'm going to call you back on another number because this is horrific. It's cutting out, and I can't hear you. And I'm about to bomb fucking blog talk radio for doing this. I'm going to call you. It's going to be an eight six zero number, and I'm going to call you right back in two seconds. Okay. Thank God. All right. All right. Thanks. All right. We're gonna. We're taking that off. I, th- this is not working. Do you know? I'm going to put up a new number for people to call in if they want to call in. I'm shutting this off. This is a joke. I'm going to get John Nathan's Skype info so we can bring him on through Skype. Yeah, well, we can bring him on through the phone. I'm going to ha- I have a number right here I can use. I always got backups, Dino. I got backups for my backups. Watch this. We're going to call on this number right here. We're going to call Twisted Messes, and this is going to sound 10,000 times better. Okay, there we go. See how this is going to work? Microphone. Uh, hang on. We're going to headset. Okay, there we go. Beautiful. Okay, is that any better? Yes, that is a lot better. Uh, the echo's on too. That's all I think. Uh, why, you were hearing an echo before? It just kept uh, repeating everything that I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, my God, but this is much better. Okay, now we can hear you. Wonderful. Can you hear him now, everybody? Check, check in the room. Can you hear him? I don't know what that beeping sound is. I have no idea. I hear that, too. I think uh, Ken's got something going on over there, maybe. <laughs> All right, anyway, so uh, you were explaining the uh, – now, now, you were explaining a, a build for a flavor, right? So what build would that be? What is that, a Caterpillar, a Staple? I don't know. I, I don't know any of these builds. Tidal Wire? I mean, what, what what would that be called? Um, I don't I don't even know. You're asking the wrong guy. I'm just kidding. So we got a, I would say you choose the Fuse Clapton. Oh, dude, it's echoing again. Hang but on. The Fuse Clapton is probably the easiest coil with the best build, like a payoff for the amount of effort that you put into it. Right. Because uh, I don't know if you heard me last time. I said, you know, the flavor is going to be increased because the wire itself has wicking properties, so it's going to be soaking up more liquid as it's burning it off. Yep. So you get a larger volume of actual juice, which has more flavor molecules, I guess, which would have more volume into your mouth. <laughs> so you really want more volume in the coil. The more volume, the better flavor you're going to get. Well, yeah, but if you like a standard coil, um, like a spaced-out coil, you know, the wire is going to heat up. And as it heats up, the juice is going to leave the actual outside of the wire which was wet, and then that's going to be basically dry, you know? Right, Um, right. And so it's dry and hot, whereas if you have, like, a twisted wire with the right kind of contour, it's going to hold on to juice with the wire itself, and so it's going to continue pulling more and more juice onto it, and you're going to be getting more uh, volume of actual liquid, you know? I don't know. Right. I'm looking at the chat in case anybody has any questions. Someone just said, what if you want with less wick? Um, wicking, uh, whatever makes people happy. That's something you just kind of have to figure out for yourself because some people like to pack a bunch of wick in there. Um, I used to do a lot of wickless builds. That's kind of what piqued my interest at the beginning is uh, just because you could get pretty good flavor off of a wickless build. I kind of abandoned it just because if you run out of juice, the, the coil can get a little bit too hot. And then at certain heats, you know, 
that's one formaldehyde and stuff is going to be actually produced. Right. Uh, by, by the wire. And so that's why I kind of abandoned the wickless builds. Yeah, do you, I was going to ask, do you worry about that? Because I see some of these builds you're doing and how, I mean, unbelievably hot they get. Do you worry about any, you know, formaldehyde or God knows what else being produced? And my, well, answer that question first. I got a second question. Okay, yeah. Well, not really, because as long as there's liquid on the actual wire itself, there's no way it's going to, it's physically impossible for it to get any hotter uh, than the boiling point of glycerin. You know, like if you had a big old 20-gauge or 18-gauge coil, then yeah, you're probably going to get a lot of formaldehyde production uh, just because the outside of that coil that's not in contact with the wick is going to be heating up as you hit, you know, 165 watts or whatever. And right. so then the outside of that coil is going to be heating the vapor or whatever comes into contact with it, you know, higher than that boiling point of glycerin. So when you have a wire that has those wicking properties, it's going to hold on to enough juice to where it keeps up. Like I would never vape at something... Um, that obviously hurts my throat or something like that. Like when I had the staple tiger wire, it actually wicked so well, it's like covering the entire coil with a, another portion of wick, basically. And so at 165 watts even, it was very warm at that level, but it wasn't hurting my throat like it would if you got like a dry hit or something. Right, right. Now, what about nickel wire? How do you feel about that? Are you okay with using that? Because I'm going to be honest, I am afraid to use nickel wire. I've tried it. I've used it before, but... Um, I actually, I've said this before on the show, I had a conversation with Zen back in October and he told me about nickel wire. And after that conversation, I don't even want to touch it. So what, what are your, what's your opinion on nickel wire? Are you okay with it? Or do you think there's an issue using it? Um, I don't have enough knowledge to, or actual like, you know, from what I understand, nickel is, you know, it's the elemental nickel, which means it'd be more reactive with other things, more likely to dissolve in liquid, etc. I personally don't real, really feel comfortable using it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying that that actually gets into the liquid because I haven't seen any actual scientific stuff as far as you know studies that have been done or anything like that. I haven't tested it myself. Uh, but personally, I just don't like temperature control at all. I don't find it satisfying uh, vape experience. And um, so I just, like, I don't have the issue just because I don't use it. Now, um, I don't know, titanium seems almost like a better option just because it's, a biocompatible metal, um, as long as it doesn't get heated up. Like a spaced titanium coil, similarly to how they're doing the nickel coils, if they could get a temperature regulation and they want to, you know, use those algorithms to control the temperature, right? Um, then I think that might be a better option. He certainly knows his wire, Dino. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> I mean, the guy knows what he's talking about. At now, I what did you? This, number one, what was did you decide to make a dripper at some point, or did someone come to you and say, "Hey, let's uh, make a twisted message dripper"? Well, I had I had a dripper planned for a long time since I did that fused Clapton video. Yeah, I actually sold a bunch of coils to raise money for it, and um, that was like I don't know, it must have been ten months ago now. That's you mean crazy. you didn't do a pre-order? Uh, then I was talking to the comp guy, um, Craig. Yeah, and because uh, I was interested in his El Cabron atomizer, and so he sent me a few of those. Yeah, and we were just talking, and he's like, "You should make a dripper." And I hadn't even uh, thought to call it the Twisted Messes RDA, but that turned out to be a pretty good idea, I think. Well, I well, you know, Dino had a, a good point. You didn't do a pre-order. <laughs> 
seems like the, oh, yeah, what everybody does here. nowadays. <laughs> yeah, right. It's 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 pretty refreshing to hear that you actually invested money into into something you did. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, it is. So you you did the dripper. Now, number one, the dripper is very popular. I know at at the store I work at, at Vapor Venue, we sell it and we sell out of it. I mean, it's it's a very very popular dripper. Cloud chasers love it. It's definitely a cloud chasing dripper, but people say it's also a flavor dripper, and the price for it is pretty amazing i mean it, it's affordable it's a very very affordable dripper now because now mike my first question is this because actually someone wanted me to ask you this question so i'm going to ask is the dripper produced here in the united states or is it produced over in china it's produced in china yeah oh okay so that price point i think it would be pretty hard to hit that price point in america yeah right yeah exactly yeah see it is a produced in china dino I told you. That's uh, 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 that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it, it, it's it's because <laughs> of the quality. Yeah, I know. I was really worried about it actually, because um, it has my logo on it and everything. And I was like, when we got the first batch and I tested every single one of them, and uh, not a single one was defective. Well, I think there was one with like a wonky center post, but um, I, I was really surprised actually at the quality. Yeah, no, it's 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 a very very nice dripper, and uh, it's it's very popular. I can tell you that. It's uh, I'm not a cloud chaser, to be honest. I don't care about chasing clouds. I care about flavor. I, in fact, you know, I called when I called them to ask them to come on the show. I was asking them what I should do for my uh, dripper. I told I told them I have a squawk mod. I got a DNA forty. What can I do to for a good build? You know, what build should I do to get like the best flavor out of it? And his answer was, send it to me and let me build it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I offer that? Jeez, I've got to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, you did. And I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? I said, he's right. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to send, I'm going to take up on your offer. I'm going to send you my dripper and I'll let you build it because I wouldn't even know what to begin to do. I mean, I, you know, I can do a build, but I can't do anything like the builds that you're doing. And I, you know, it, I also have only have 40 watts. You understand what I'm saying, Ken? So it's like it's it's tough to get a a flavor build that's going to, you know, I don't care about vapor. I just want flavor. I'm having the hardest time. So you get know? an HH357. No, I don't want <laughs> HH3. No, <laughs> I, want a, I want a nice build. I, I actually bought another dripper. You know what I, I got, Ken? I got the, uh, the Vector, the Vector RDA. And I okay. got... I got that because it has, you know, the holes on the top. The it only has the four holes, and it's supposed to be a great flavor dripper. So it's definitely good. I mean, the flavor's all right, but it's not where it could be. I know it could be a lot better. I know it could. Well, you know, that's a, I got spoiled because people kept talking about flavor atomizers, and then people said that the Mutation X, the version one, you remember that atomizer. Yep. Um, came out and everyone said it's the worst flavor they've ever had. And I had one, you know, and I loved the flavor on it. And then I realized thereafter that, like, the coils that I was making were making the vape experience taste so good that it really didn't matter what kind of dripper that I used as long as my coils were right, you know? So the dripper really doesn't matter. It's just about the coils. That's it. I'm not saying that. I mean, they have um, drippers designed specifically for flavor. Right. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know the difference though, because when I put one of my belts on it, um, it tastes just like 
know, any other drifter that I use. But I would assume if you use like a standard coil, uh, you would it might have some sort of difference with the reducing chamber and stuff like that. So right. It condenses the vapor. I don't vape those kind of normal coils anymore, so it's hard for me to really gauge that. Right, sure. right. Yeah, I know you. Get, oh my God, Dino, his builds are phenomenal. They're absolutely Clapton coil now. You got a what? I got to try one of those fused Claptons now. Yeah. What about a fused Clapton? Is that a good uh, flavor coil? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great, great build. That's my go-to if I don't have a lot of time to build. I'll whip one out and like. Well, I picked that one because I could buy those. Five minutes now. Yeah. What about that? I see that now that vendors are actually selling pre-made coils. Do you do that? Do you sell pre-made coils? Yeah, I've got some up on my website. I just um, I still work a full-time job. Yep. Uh, and then I do the twistedmessages.com as well. So I don't have a lot of time to make pre-built coils or pre-made coils. Right. And it's just not enough time of the day for me. But I have Squid Dude coils on my website. Um, he's raising money for a future project right now. And so uh, we have his coils on my website. He has Fuse Clapton's, two varieties of them. And then also the Staple Coil, which is a really cool coil. Uh, it's got a bunch of ribbon wire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stacked on top of itself and then wrapped up with 36-gauge wire. And then when you wrap the coil, the ribbon all lays vertically. So it creates, you know, areas for vapor and also juice to flow in and shoot out from in those slots, almost like a, I don't know, radiator or something like that. But, see, to run a coil like that, wouldn't you need, like, a, a, a lot of watts going to it? At least, I would imagine, anywhere from 90 to 110 watts? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can run, like, but that's what's cool about the 26-gauge fused Clapton is because you don't have this huge core wire. It's just two 26-gauge wires together. And then the 36-gauge around the outside doesn't have much mass, so it's going to heat up real quick. It doesn't take a long time to heat up. And you can run a fused Clapton like that between 50 and 100 and 110, 115 watts before it starts drying out if you get it too hot. But you can enjoy it at 50 watts for sure. I throw fused Claptons on the iStick 50-watt for people all the time. So what you're saying is, is with me having the DNA 40, I'm pretty much fucked. <laughs> you, have, you always have the nickel wire that you're not comfortable with, so you're good. Oh, jeez. It's killing me. You it, could build a single coil, man, at 40 watts. You could just do a single coil. You just wouldn't do duels, you know? Well, yeah. your own or higher, and you can just crank up the voltage a little bit. So you would recommend, like, a single coil instead of a dual coil? Yeah, because um, like a single coil, you're never going to be able to fire that at 80 or 100 watts anyway. Right. It's going to be crazy, concentrating all that heat into one side. But yeah, because when you have, like, say you run a dual fuse clap in 80 watts, it would be just like running a single at 40 watts, you know? Okay, so, so so let me ask you this. So you know I have a DNA 40. So when you get my dripper, what it, and you're sitting there saying, okay, i got to make this guy a bill and be flavorful, what would you do? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at the dripper. Um, depends. It's not one of those with like six holes for five wires and all this crazy vertical stuff, is it? No, 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 no. It's it's a vector. It's just a three post. Uh, it's got big holes. It's definitely got big holes, but it's just a three post standard dripper. I would probably just do a single twenty six gauge fused Clapton, just with a bunch of wraps on there, as many as I could fit in there. Let's get the ohms up. You know, probably point. I guess that'd be 0. 0.4, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.45 for a single coil. When you got a DNA 40, it should run it just fine. 
Right, because see, what I've been doing is is uh, the last thing I did was I took some 28-gauge, and I got this fire wire. I, I don't know. Someone, uh, Mike at work gave – or no, it was Trevor. Somebody gave it to me, this, this fire wire. And all I know is with this wire, you got to wrap it a lot. And I did like, uh, I think, 12 wraps on each side, which brought me to about 0. 0.6, around 0. 0.6, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6. And that's the best I've gotten so far. I mean, that it, that's worked out the best, but it's still, it's still lacking. What about wire? Okay, let me ask you this: anarchist wire. Do you like anarchist wire? Yes or no? Yeah, of course. Like anarchist. Okay. What about hot wires? Like hot wires? Um. Yeah, this is like a with hot wires, just because I'm pretty sure that I. I don't know. I haven't been super impressed with it. It doesn't seem much different than other wires to me. Okay. Mad Rabbit Wire. Have you tried that? No, I have some laying on my ground right here, though. So you have? You just that said... a... Yeah, they gave me some. I had a vape some, and I believe they handed me a bunch of it. Um, they said it was a stainless steel blend, so it's a stainless, some sort of stainless steel wire. <laughs> Yeah, why are these wire companies not wanting to name uh, now Mad Rabbit Wire? I had the guy on for Mad Rabbit Wire a few months ago. He, uh, we asked him what it was. He told us what it was. He told us exactly what's in it. All the rest right. of these companies refuse to tell you what it is. I mean, I'm yeah, sorry, that makes that, me nervous. That bothers me honestly. That's why, like, um, when I was approached for Anarchist Wire, I said, "Okay, so let me just get this out uh, on the table here. Are you going to tell me what this wire is made of?" And then they told me, and they showed me the spec sheets and everything. And I was like, okay, cool. And am I allowed to tell people what this is made of? They said yes. And I was like, well, okay, I can get behind that. And they explained it to me. It's not just like repackaged wire. They actually have it specially produced to remove, you know, the trace amounts of whatever is normally allowed in wires. Um, And so, yeah, I don't agree with companies not telling you what the wire is and trying to avoid it and saying it's a trade secret and all this stuff because you're inhaling it, you know. You're putting it in your lungs. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I agree. I mean, I get nervous with that stuff. Uh, it, it, it worries me a little bit. Dino, did you know that Kent speaks fluent, uh, fluent Chinese? Well, that's convenient. <laughs> yes. That's, that's what I told him. I said, he's, if, he's, I, if he flew over to China and went to one of those companies and said, hey, you know, uh, I, I speak English, Chinese, oh, my God, he, he'd make a fortune. I mean, he could just sit there all day and just write out all these emails that they send out that are all terrible, and you can't even understand what the hell they're saying. I mean, he would make a lot, make a lot of money. That sounds there. like the worst job in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it is. So how, how did you learn fluent China? You lived in China, right, for a while? Yeah, I was over there for five years. Um, I just moved there after high school. My dad lived over there. I went to visit him, and I liked it, so I just moved back and taught English and learned Chinese. That's crazy. So you lived in China for five years. Oh, so your dad lived there, and you decided to go live there, and you you liked it, and you stayed for five years. And you were able to – Chinese is a hard language. Uh, to to read and write, it's pretty hard. I don't know how to do that. I'm not going to lie. But uh, to speak it, it's not super difficult. Like when you live there and you're actually just going out and trying to do everything on your own, like you'll get – you'll learn it pretty quickly, I think. Oh, not well, me. Maybe you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that smart. You're not to do speak English. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have our numbers speaking English. Never mind Chinese. <laughs> I don't think that'd work for me. Wow. Jeez. Yes. Twisted messes. He has got something going on. Now, now, let me ask you this. 
you're starting to get vape famous. How do you feel about being vape famous? Uh, it's cool, you know. I uh, I guess it's weird sometimes. You know? <laughs> like at first, it was it really freaked me out at first. Um, and I just try to kind of keep a. Have you ever been out in like public doing? I don't know, going to get coffee or just wherever, anywhere out in public. And has anybody ever come to you and said, "Hey, you're twisted messes." <laughs> yeah, this one time I was at Walmart and this guy was like. At first, he was just like, hey, what are you vaping on? And then he's like, oh, my God. And he's like, are you are you twisted messes right now? And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, my first impulse was like, I need to move. I like there's, there's Walmarts everywhere. <laughs> was your first impulse to run away? <laughs> did, he, did he ask, have you ever been asked for your autograph yet? Has that happened? Yeah. yeah I, I, used to, I used to refuse to do it. And then, because <laughs> it made me feel weird. And then I realized, like, if someone's asking for an autograph, they probably just want one. And so I could just do it for them. <laughs> Dino gets asked for his autograph all the time. It's crazy. Nobody asks me. bullshit. <laughs> Actually, no, I take that back. One person has asked me in all my years, one person. And I'm like, and the worst was. He was a customer at my store, and he buys a bunch of stuff. Then he does it. Now, if I was anywhere else, I would have been like, yeah, I'm not fucking doing that. Felt like such a douche. <laughs> That's what I felt like when I – I remember what happened in your store. What? And I, there's somebody asked me for an autograph, and I fucking felt like a douche doing it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, and you went to uh, VaporCon in Reno. How was that? That was really cool, yeah. That was yeah. a lot of fun. It was like uh, the first convention that I didn't have any obligations, so I could just walk around and talk to people. Did uh, any health officials walk around and uh, find people for vaping? I didn't notice any. <laughs> <laughs> Did Scott Stapp perform? <laughs> Did Scott Stapp perform at that one, too? No, we're just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I listen. Uh, Creed must be doing real bad if they're doing vape better, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think Creed's doing so well if they're playing vape events. So, no, listen. Uh, th- I think this is the second or third year. I think it's the second year uh, Nick did, and it's at the casino. Isn't that a beautiful casino? It seems pretty fun. Yeah. No, it's great. It's <laughs> fin- that is a nice place. He has it. I I try to get Dino to go every year, but Dino won't go. He says it's too hot. I got it was pretty warm, but and could, we never left the casino once until we went to go catch our plane. So yeah, and and that's what I tell him. I say, listen, I say it, it, it's it's we're gonna be in air conditioning. It's not like we're gonna fucking be outside. You go straight from the airport into that casino, and you're there for the whole weekend until you go home. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. See, Dino, we're gonna go next year. Dino and I will be there next year. Yeah, awesome. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> Oh, I'll get you guys an autograph. Yeah, yeah. Ask yeah. Tito for his autograph. Yeah, I'll sign your tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I want to tell you something too. You know, Kent is very accessible. Dino, you can email him. You can call him. I mean, I just called him up and he answered the phone and I started talking. I mean, you know, he's very accessible, which is nice. You know, he's not. Uh, He's not uh, so vape famous that, uh, you know, he's hiding his contact or not responding to people. I mean, you know, he's he's a nice guy. He makes himself very accessible, which is nice. It's cool. 
gag. Well, I'm sure now that everyone knows that, he'll really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to get 50 calls a day. <laughs> yeah, just call the number on my website if you want to get through. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, I like. If I don't reply to your email, just call me, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who came up with your logo, the Twisted Messes logo? Because I like it. I think it's nice. Yeah, I went on. Um, actually, Phil from Vape Picks. I don't know if you're familiar with his awesome Instagram. He's a photographer that takes like vaping pictures. Yeah. Vapipir. Yeah, he uh, he just told me he's like, you need to get a logo. Um, and I said. Really? And he said, yeah. And this was a long time ago. And so there's a website called 99designs, and I just went on there, and I just paid them, and they made it for me. Yeah, it's a nice logo. Very, very, very nice. He's got T-shirts, you know. He's got drippers. He's got – and now that – you have wire. What is that wire that you sell on your site? What is that? Is that yours? Um, yeah, I make it in my basement. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He makes it with the juice. Yeah, he makes it. Yeah, do you make your juice in the bathroom? Or? I have a special bathtub specifically for the juice, so don't worry. An ISO six bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> no, my juice is produced by a company uh, called Epure, and they're they're doing my juice line for me. But um, the uh, wire, I just get it because back in when I first got the wire, there was no thirty six gauge Nichrome eighty available or anything smaller. And so I got 36-gauge, and then I got 38-gauge, and then I got 40-gauge, and then uh, slapped a Twisted Message sticker on there, you know, just for effect. And uh, and then now all the other companies have the same ones, too. But I also have 42 and 44. I just got the – I was tired of not having the wire I wanted, so I just bought it and then resell it. Right. I don't make a huge amount of, I don't make a huge amount of money on it, but – You mean I, you're I not have, making boatloads of money off a of wire? <laughs> <laughs> What did he say? He said you're not making boatloads of money off wire. <laughs> no. I do make some money off of it. I'm not going to lie. But... Well, you're not, you know, you're really not supposed to earn money in this business. Yeah, right. Yeah, It's, you know, it's frowned uh, upon if you actually make money in this business. Yeah, if you want to make money in this business, people look down on you. Yeah, you, uh, you're, you're a jerk if you do. So. Yeah. yeah. you got to be broke. <laughs> you got to be broke. You got to shop at Fast Tech or else you're yeah. just a uh, <laughs> jerk off. <laughs> Oh, geez. Well, Ken, I want to thank you for coming on. Like I said, your coils are phenomenal. They're fantastic. Uh, your dripper, you got a great, great fucking dripper. If you want a dripper to make clouds, get that uh, fucking Twisted Message dripper because it really is nice. Uh, keep up with your videos. Keep up with uh, your accessibility and not getting too uh, vape famous where you can't talk to the common vapors. And uh, TwistedMesses.com is his website, and check it out. And uh, I will be sending you my dripper tomorrow. <laughs> All right. You're going to need my address, though, and I'm not going to be accessible after. <laughs> I would just I would just text you every 10 minutes until you send me your address. <laughs> uh, damn it. All right, fine. <laughs> I'll do it. All right, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. Absolutely, we'll see you. All right, later. Yeah, I like Kent. Kent's a good guy. Okay, uh, I gotta turn the phone lines on again. Even though they fucking suck, I gotta turn them on again. Hang on. 
You want to call John Nathan? Because yeah. I got his phone on. No, he's got to call into me. But let me turn on the phone lines first. We're gonna have to use these janky, fucking phone lines, which sucks. This is chill. Not vape. News. Yes, this is the shit show. It's exactly what it is. Hang on. The shit show. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to turn that down. Hang on a second while it's doing all this bullshit. I got to have the phone lines open for this. I mean, I think people are going to be calling in. Like I said, Andy might call in. Our menu has recently changed. Hang on. Since it appears you're calling back into a live yeah. show, we are reconnecting you now. Fine. Shut up. Okay. Phone lines are back on. There we go. Now, I have to text Andy. Andy Baloo, the uh, person that put on, one of the people that put on this event, said he might call in. Who knows? Let's see. I'm going to text him right now. Boom. There's a call-in number. I sent him the link to listen to the show. Okay, I texted Andy Ballou. Hopefully, hopefully he calls in. We'll see if he does. He may or may not. I did talk to him for about 50 minutes today. I called that number, Dino, and uh, he answered. He answered the phone. Oh, he had a, he left a number you could get him at? Yeah, it was on the Facebook. On the Facebook oh. group page was his name and his number to reach him. So I called. He answered the phone. And uh, we talked for maybe, I don't know, about 10, 15 minutes. And uh, what he told me. Now, I, I just, that, that article that was on NJ.com, they just updated that a little while ago. Uh, pretty much what he said to me, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but pretty much what he said to me was uh, that he thought the event went great. There was a few hiccups, but other than the few hiccups, uh, it went great. There was It went on all three days like it was supposed to. He said he received about $15,000 in fines. Uh, he's going to pay them all. He's fine with that. I asked him if they had uh, spoken with attorneys before putting on the event. He said, yes, they did. They had spoken with attorneys. And uh, he said that, uh, what else did he say? Jeez. We go to lawyer.com? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but he did say that they consulted with attorneys. Uh, he feels that the health department had no right to do what they did, uh, that they were going to be, I don't know if he's going to be suing or the Expo Center. Someone's going to be suing somebody. Yeah, the fucking vendors are going to be suing him. <laughs> And uh, he did acknowledge that a few vendors left, and he was disappointed in that. He thought they should have stayed. He did say that the health department came again today. And, and then I saw earlier up on Facebook that there's a sign that said that it uh, shut down. And uh, they had to shut it down early because of uh, too many people. And was that he said, yes, they, they, he said they shut it down because the health department that came back again today they told him that they wanted them to turn off the AC and open up the windows because there were so many people in there to air it out. So he said instead of putting people through that, they just shut down the event early. I did talk to him about Facebook. I said there was a lot of people on Facebook just wanting fucking answers like, you know, is it still going on? Or are they finding? Are they not? Just, just all kinds of shit. And you never respond to anything on his Facebook. And his response to that was, well, I was so busy and I was doing the event. You know, I only slept two or three hours a night and I just had absolutely no time at all to check the Facebook. And I said, yeah, but you went on your Instagram and you posted on your Instagram. So when you were doing that, you know, you could have checked your Facebook. And he said, well, I just pretty much you say you didn't have time. 
Or and then he also said they have a whole social networking uh, company that does that. And pretty much his excuse was, I didn't have time to check it. That's pretty much what he said. And he said to finalize it, he said quite a few things, but he said he wanted me to quote me on this. If we're going to sit back and be soft, we're going to lose. He wanted me to make sure I said that. That was a quote from him. If we're going to sit back and be soft, we're going to lose. Now. Yeah, you know, fucking having guys uh, mixing juice in the convention hall and, and uh, you know, that kind of shit, that's going to help too. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Now. I was looking at that Facebook all weekend. I, I, I was checking it every 20 minutes. It was fascinating to see all the posts. It was fascinating to see Vapor's responses to what was happening. Uh, this whole thing is just unbelievable. I Before we bring uh, John on, you can have John call in, uh, Dino. 347-308-8329. The phone lines are open. If you were at this event, I want you to call in, too. 347-308-8329. Uh, but, John, I want you to call and I want to bring you on. I think he's calling from a 732 area code. Okay. So, my opinion on all this before we get into this, okay? This is my opinion. I, you know, I saw a lot of people that said they felt sorry for the event uh, coordinators. How dare the Edison, New Jersey Health Department go in there and do that? How dare the senator show up there and do that? How dare them? How dare them? How dare them? And they just were so mad at the health department and felt sorry for Andy and uh, the other guy that that put this on. Now, oh, hang on. Before I tell you my opinion on all this, I forgot about this. I asked Andy as well about the media coverage. Uh, he said the media came and he said he thought the um, he said actually the media coverage ended up working out great. He thought the media coverage was great. It was great. He thought the media coverage was great. Was he at a different meet? Yeah. <laughs> let me read a piece. Let, let me read a piece from uh, part from the New Jersey dot com article because this is not great. A thick fog of candy smelling smoke. Smoke, she says, hung in the air inside the cavernous hall filled with rows of tables and elaborate displays of nicotine juice and vaping paraphernalia i love how she used paraphernalia such as tanks or atomizers that resemble ornate pens and hold larger amounts of liquid there was a dj stand pole dancers and neon lights who the fuck brought of a company brought pole dancers in polls. What company did that? Whatever company brought the pole dancers, you're a fucking idiot. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for bringing that fucking pole dancers. That makes us look wonderful. Thank you so much for that, you fucking morons. As word spread late Saturday afternoon that health officials were issuing $250 fines for people who vaped indoors, some vendors and patrons started to pack up and leave. Now, what this article says, because they updated it right before my show, uh, the uh, this Elliot guy from the health department said, at my request, they shut the doors at 4 p.m. It was scheduled until 8 p.m. to address, she says gaping, but she meant to write vaping by the attendees at the event, Elliot said Sunday night. And they also said that there were roughly 1,200 vendors and e-cigarette enthusiasts. Edison and Middlesex County health officials wrote 66 citations against vendors over the course of the weekend for allowing customers to vape inside the New Jersey Convention Exposition Center. Health officials also issued 27 summons, each against Expo Hall owner 
And Vape Expo, New Jersey 2015 promoter Andy Ballou and Don Miller. And I think they actually had a figure here, too. It was something like $50,000 or something in fines. Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now, okay? This is not Edison, the health committee of Edison's fault. This is not the jerk-off senator's fault. This is the organizer's fault. Do you understand me? Listen to me. This is, who is it? Andy and his partner there. It's their fault. That's whose fault it is. They put on a vape expo in a state where vaping has not been allowed to be done indoors for years. For years, you have not been able to vape inside a building anywhere in this, unless you're in your house in the state of New Jersey, okay? Now, what they tried to do is they tried to pull a fast one. Okay, what they did was they did this whole little game where we're going to call it a private event. And we're going to say that it's just for members only. And the health department saw through the horseshit that it was. And they went in there and they were just doing their job. Okay, why on God's earth would you have a vape event in a state where you're not allowed to vape indoors? And why would you want to? Someone pointed out, you know, now now you're going there and you're, you're... you're helping out all these. Why would you want to even help businesses? Why are you doing this? Oh, let's go help the economy of the state that is uh, doesn't allow us to fucking. You can't even vape inside a shop, inside a store in New Jersey, in a vape shop. Why the fuck would you have an event where you can't vape indoors? It is the organizers, whoever put this thing together, Andy and this other guy, it is their fault. They're responsible for this happening. Not the health department, not the governor, not the fucking senator. It's their fault. If I was a vendor and I flew out there and spent ten, fifteen thousand dollars to come to this event and that happened to me, I'd be fucking out of my mind. I'd be like, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. This is insanity. Insanity that people be mad at the health department. The, the people that put this on, this is insane. This is absolutely insane. This should have never happened. This should have never been done. And his response of, quote, if we're going to sit back and be soft, we're going to lose. This is not the way you do it. You don't go to New Jersey and say, hey, New Jersey is vapors. We're going to say, fuck you, motherfucker. We're going to have an event anyway, and we're going to vape indoors, and fuck you and fuck your laws. That's going to get you nowhere. That makes us look like a bunch of jerk-offs who don't fucking listen, who don't follow laws, and that's going to do nothing, nothing for us at all. Not a fucking thing. That would have done nothing. Let me tell you something. Dino, if I was in his predicament, okay, which I would never be because I would never in my fucking life do something like this, but if I was in his predicament, what would I have done? This is what I would have done. What I would have done is, number one, I would have told everybody, vendors, vapors, coming into that building on Saturday, do not vape. Please don't, do not fucking vape, and I'll explain why. I would have contacted all the media, every fucking media outlet there was, okay? I would have invited them down to the Expo Center, all of them. And I would have said, I just want you to see right here, okay? We put on this private event. We felt that it was a private event, you know, for us to vape and and do our thing. We're all people that don't smoke anymore. We've chose this healthier alternative, which is vaping. And we all just wanted to come here and get together, shop, you know, do our thing and vape. And the health department said we can't. So I want to show you, media, that we're all respecting the law. None of us are vaping inside. We're going to respect and follow the law, but this law is ridiculous and it really should be changed. 
That would have fucking looked great if you did something like that. Not F you, I'm going to fucking vape anyway. Oh, watch us. We're not going to find us. We don't give a shit. That's the wrong way to go about this. I can't even tell you how fucking wrong that is. And don't be mad at uh, the, the uh, health department and everybody. Be mad at the people who fucking put on an event in a place where you're not supposed to vape. Where's, uh, where's John? Where is he? I got to calm down. I've just been looking at this all weekend, Dino. I've been going on my mind. I couldn't believe what I was reading. John, you there? Yeah, I'm here, man. What's going on? What's going on, man? First, I want to say, John, where have you been all my life? I think you're fucking fantastic. You put on these videos that were the greatest videos ever. That one where you're watching Scott Stapp is just the greatest thing I've ever seen. And your videos were phenomenal. I love you. I love that you have the balls to go up to Sour Batch and call them out on what you're doing. I, I love that you had the balls to go up to the guy mixing the juice. This guy's mixing juice right at the fucking table in the middle of the convention. John. I, listen. I, <laughs> I, I walk in there, right? And, and, and the second that this whole uh, ordeal came to fruition, we were all immediately, like me and my local group of friends were saying, how is this going to be pulled off? I mean, since 2010, we've known about law. S-3053, Section 2C distinctly says that electronic smoking devices are not approved indoors. Right. Okay. So, so, and, and you're, you're spot on. It's the responsibility 100% of the organizers. The health officials were doing their jobs. The cops didn't even want to be there. They were coming table to table, and they were politely telling us verbatim, hey, listen, can you guys hold off on the sampling until the dickheads leave? You know, so, so now... What you basically did is, is Andy Baloney and his partner Don Miller, who, who's involved deeply in the cigar and tobacco. Andy Baloney. Uh, <laughs> Andy Baloney. Basically I love that. Created an environment that was absolutely guaranteed that health officials and departments would show up in law enforcement, and then they walk in, and what do they see? They see stripper poles, they see chicks half naked bending over in front of dudes. The state senator and his wife are walking around. Um, they, they look around, they see child candy branded juices being oh. promoted like Sour Batch and, oh. and Cloud Candy. Um, and, then, and then not only that, but you look to the back and they had an e-juice mixology station. This one, this one I recorded, and, and this, this, this made me want to vomit. You walk in the back there and there's some dirty tent, okay? And then right out there is a row of Capella bottles, flavorings, and then PG, VG, nicotine, where multiple hands can come in the back and mix up juice and then go out on the floor and sell it. Uh, this is what health inspectors saw. And Andy seemed to think everything went great. <laughs> oh, it went he got phenomenal. Paid. It went absolutely phenomenal. Some of the biggest names in the game left halfway through the day on Saturday. Uh, there is absolutely no appropriate response besides a full refund, and even then, he still owes them for their time and energy. People do not come out here to lose. Oh, well, you know, the event is a pre-order. What was that? The, the, the event is a pre-order. You got to fucking pay ahead of time. So he got his fucking scratch. Oh, yeah. yeah. What does he give a fuck? If he got $15,000 in fines, probably made that fucking and then some. Oh. Well, the reality is, is that they, the way they did it is, is basically in the contract, they stated that as soon as you showed up and you signed in, 
you became a member of a private vaping society and somehow in his convoluted mind believed that that gave them an immunity to the law. At the end of the day, any, any sane individual knows that local and state ordinances take precedence over anything you put in contract. The health officials did their job. The senator stood up for what he believed in, as, as skewed as it may be, and as much as we may disagree with, he was doing his job as, yep. as a state senator. That's right. The police officers were doing their job to the best of their ability. The complete fault lies upon the organizers of this event. What they permitted, what they allowed, their treatment to the vendors – I mean, they had basically zero presence. They showed up, they pointed to a table, they said, uh, hey, guys, you got to be careful, and kept it moving. They told them, we weren't allowed to bring food onto the floor, okay? But they were allowed to mix juice and sell it for consumption. Ugh. Oh, John, you know, this I, was a disaster. I, I have been saying this, I don't know how long, for months and months. I know there's stores out there that I know there's stores here in my state. That mixed juice right right in the store. Right I, I, I this girl showed me pictures of the store she worked at. I mean, the, the, the toilet was literally, I don't know, ten feet away from the filthy fucking mixing table where they're mixing juice and selling this to people. And it is it blows my fucking mind that, that this is happening. In fact, I wanna play that part. There, there's a video where John walks up uh, to one of these guys that's mixing juice. I mean, it's a part of the video, but he's mixing juice right there, and John calls him out on it. And the crazy thing is what he says at the end of this video, you'll hear it. The vendor says, oh, we've been doing this in our store for two years. It doesn't mean it's right, you moron. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's crazy. I, I, hang on. I'm, I'm going to play it real quick. Where is it? I think this is it. Yeah, this is it. You guys make juice right here? Really? Isn't that kind of like unsanitary? I mean, but like with flying particles and... the flavor and the juice and everything here. I don't know, dude. That seems a little unsanitary. Yeah, I mean, but think about it, right? The FDA is going to come down with some sort of regulations, right? And part of that is part, eventually, it's it's pending in court, okay? So they're going to come down and they're going to ask, you know, where is this juice being made? They're going to try and uh, attack the uh, uh, legitimacy of the labs that they're created in. So in a convention floor in New Jersey, a convention floor in New Jersey, you think that that's a good place to mix juice? I don't see why not. Like I said, we've been doing it for two years in our shop. <laughs> you hear him? I don't see why not. We've been doing it for two years in our dummy. shop. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the guy, the, the guy, I, I made sure I didn't point at him directly, the camera, because I wasn't, I'm not there trying to ruin him. I just wanted to make an example that we need to start setting these standards. If we don't start to regulate our stuff from within, 
a government agency is going to come in and regulate it for us. And we're going to be standing in line at Walgreens waiting to pay $20 for a, a plastic bottle with, with a white label that says tobacco-flavored e-juice, 24 milligrams, approved by the FDA. This Fuck is the that. type I'll of shit that, that we don't need out models. in the open in a state where something illegal is going on and health inspectors and law enforcement are guaranteed to show up. Yeah, and you know, th- this is what bothers me. The shit show. It was the shit show. But this is what bothers me about pretty much what I got from Andy when I talked to him. You know, I think, I really think his attitude with all this is, you know what, fuck them. We're going to show them we're going to do this anyway, and we're not going to take this. But he's wrong. This is not the way to do this. This is terrible. This makes us look like we're a bunch of uh, we don't obey laws. We don't follow rules. And you know what? You make your laws. Hey, fuck you. We're going to fucking do it anyway. We don't care. That's not the way to do this. I repeatedly messaged Andy on Facebook and posted in the group asking questions. They repeatedly deleted them, and he would consistently tell me in private message, can you please call me? He didn't want screenshots. He didn't want evidence. He wanted to speak directly to me on the phone. Right. It, it, was, it was the whole thing from beginning to end. This was an embarrassment for New Jersey. This was bad exposure for the industry. And these vendors are owed money. Yeah. I, I, end I, of story. I agree. They are owed money. And understand, it's not just the tables. So, you know, and, and I saw people arguing about this on Facebook. Oh, well, what's the problem with the vendors? They should stay and, and, and you know, fight it out. Listen, listen, you don't understand. Not only do the vendors pay for these tables, okay? The vendors pay the expense to fly all this stuff out there. You know how much money it costs to fly? Just not all product, but they have these big elaborate displays they have to fly out there. They have to fly staff out there. They have to pay the staff. They have hotel. They have food cost. They have, God, they probably give away fucking God knows how much money in product. You know how much money that is? Oh, my God. They're owed that money, my too. Friend, <laughs> my friends got fucked. I came home with a bag of juice, man. I mean, we're talking like 65, 70 bottles. It felt good the second I walked in. And then I looked down and I realized how shitty it was. They lost product. And, and, and this, this expo, not the state of New Jersey, robbed them of, of a, a platform to promote and sell their product that is widely accepted in this industry. People don't hear convention and think that health inspectors are going to be handing them tickets. Right. And and, and the disgusting. Cra- and the crazy thing is, you know, I, I people drove from all over, from Connecticut, Rhode Island, Vermont, uh, Virginia, North Carolina, and they're coming to this thing just to find out. And, and at one point, that you can't try juices. You drove all that way, you can't try fucking juice. How is a vendor gonna distinct his juice from other juice? The whole point is, you go and you get to try the e-liquids. You see what you like. That was taken away from them. I mean, this. Hang on, we got a phone call. I could go on and on about this all night. It's just outrageous. I can't believe people fucking are getting mad at Edison Health Department and the senator and the governor. You people are stupid. Get mad at the people who put on this event because they're the ones that are responsible. Seven three two area code. You are out the air. Hello. Hello, it's Vapor Joe. It's Vapor Joe. Is it really Vapor Joe? Yeah, it's me. Oh, okay. How are you, Vapor Joe? Good, good, buddy. Um, I uh, actually went to dinner with them 
a couple of weeks before the event, me and Smokey, and uh, we had a really long conversation. Uh, he promised up and down that this was, you know, all in writing and it was perfect. And I said, how are you going to do this? You know, because I knew, you know, you, you, can't ha- you can't vape indoors in Jersey. Right. Well, there is a membership clause in Jersey. There are a lot of juice shops that do that. Things, when you have a private club, like, say, the VFW or an Elk Lodge, you don't have to follow all the laws. Like, they can sell booze without a liquor license and stuff like that. And they thought they can get away with, like, something like that. Because uh, cigar bars in Jersey, you're allowed to smoke inside if you're a member. And that's where Don comes in. That was his partner. And he said, well, we're going to do this for vaping. And they lost. Well, I mean, <laughs> it was not good. Yeah, I know, but Joe, I, I think, number one, if they explain this to the health, because obviously they met, they talked with the health department, because the health department acknowledged that they were having talks with each other. If they had said exactly what they were doing to the health department, I assure you, the health department would have said, no, that's not going to work. You can't do that. Then they would have known. I th- obviously, they hid it from the health department. And it's clear well, as yeah. day that it was open to the public. I mean, you could sit there and say all you want, say, oh, you're a member when you pay. They clearly saw the writing on the wall of, of what it was. But, I, now, but you know what they should have done? They should have called up Greg Conley like, you know, and talked to him for a little while. You know, I mean – Every, you got to remember, these are outsiders. They're really not part of the community. Uh, they're really nice people that were passionate, but uh, they should have brought in some people that were in the community and really knew. Like, they, when they brought us in, me and Smokey, to talk to them, because they wanted us to help promote the event. Right. Um, they had no staff, nothing. This is two months before the convention. All they had was vendors booked, and the and the and the venue. That was it, and a contract. They didn't have anything. They didn't have anything solid up until three weeks prior. Right. They brought in Cutwood's team uh, to not to the, the promoters uh, to get really get the word out, and um, you know they uh, it, it's just a lack of planning. But you know when Andy was acting the way he does, it, when I met him, he wasn't like that. He was a really, like, cool, nice guy. But when I heard all the things that you were saying, that he was quoting him and stuff, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I guess, you know, he's probably nervous because there's probably a lot of lawsuits coming down. Yeah, well, but you know what? Another thing that people are talking about, like, we can talk about what happened to the vendors and we could talk yeah. about what happened uh, with the health department. But we, we also cannot breeze past the fact that he booked Creed. hey i went in with my arms wide open dude my arms were wide open i tried to start a pit and everything you booked (laughs) dude i know what you and the funny thing is i i I said to him i said to him i go dude i go scott stapp and he says he goes yeah well eddie vetter was busy so that's the next step Scott Staff was performing in a CBS two weeks ago. Now he's at a Vape Expo. He's like Tiffany at the mall, you know, back in the eighties. Oh but uh, you know, getting to the other part about like booth babes and, and stripper poles and stuff. You know, this is I think the older people in the community, and I don't think I'm an older person in the community in terms of years. I've only been vaping three years, but I can tell you, I like old vape events way better. Because I show up there and, like, you know, the stripper poles, girls, you know, they're naked, you know, well, barely, you know, barely clothed. You know, twerking contests. And, like, 
this isn't vaping. No, <laughs> you know, I said, you're doing to vaping what they did to Comic-Con. You know, you're, 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 you're sexing it up. And I know, in, you know, when you, when you have anything that gets big, sex is going to be involved. But I think they take it way, way too far. You know, well, it, and it, it doesn't look good I, I mean, at all. It doesn't look good, and it's, not, and it's really not necessary. No, it's not. Because I always man. tell them, if your juice is good, people are going to buy it whether there's a booth babe or not. That booth babe isn't going to bring back the customer if your juice sucks. Not only that, but listen, like they, they gave us the vapor pavilion, the vaping pavilion, and they forced us outside next to a fucking dumpster. And it was a hot <laughs> summer day, and it was absolutely gross. And, and you know what, man? And, and, and the one thing I really need to convey, you know, when we talk about people being about action in the community, Phil Basardo showed up. Okay, he didn't hop on a stage. He didn't take selfies. He didn't sign autographs. He fucking got out his camera. He immediately went straight to the senator, and then he followed what was going on, and he sat there and he talked with people about what was going on. You know, I mean, those are the type of advocates that should have been brought in prior to discuss what we could have done. Yeah, that was terrible. I walked out there, and poor Halo Liquid. Now, you guys know Halo. They've been around forever. Yes. Yeah, and they're sitting out there next to the dirty fucking dumpster trying to, you know, just to, to talk to the vapors and stuff. I felt so bad for them. It was terrible. I mean, this was – I'm embarrassed to be a, a Jersey vapor, to be honest with you. I really am. I, I wanted to Me put too. an event together in Atlantic City, um, just like a smaller meet. I'm not going anywhere near a vape event in New Jersey. You know, it, it, you bring up Atlantic City. When I was talking to uh, Andy today, he brought that up, too. He goes, you know, they can smoke in casinos in Atlantic City, you know, and what the fuck? We can't vape. Uh, you know, if they can do that, it doesn't matter. I, it doesn't matter. The law is the law. Yeah, the law is the law. And what that was this weekend was a big F you and fuck your law. And, oh, my God, we, we look terrible. We look terrible. This makes us look it terrible. Made, it made, it made look exactly, New Jersey look terrible. It made vaping look terrible. Yeah. It basically took everybody's preconceptions about New Jersey as us being with, with a lack of tact, uh, fucking disgusting and dirty and filthy, unorganized, and not being able to do anything right, and proved it in yet another industry. It's yeah, because I was there when the senator walked in. But he went incognito. He kind of did it dickish. But he, you know, he's still the senator, so you got to respect him. And he went in with a ball cap and, and you know, tried to fit in with everybody. You had some lady with him. I don't know if it was his wife or whoever. And they, what started it off, what started this whole thing off, is nobody was signing the paper. And as soon as that happened, I saw him get into an argument with the expo. I guess the guy who who runs the whole thing, not not Andy, but the expo owner, I guess, or whatever. Right. And they looked right at him and said, if somebody gets sick, this is on you. And that's when it all shut down. So that, that, that was it. You're talking about today, right? That happened today. No, no, no. This was, this was, this was, on, uh, this was on Friday. This was B2B day. Oh, okay. And it was funny because you're supposed to sign a paper saying that you know you're going to be exposed to vapor, blah, 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 blah. But only B2B was there. So obviously they know that. But it still had to be done. Nobody was doing it, and that's when all the shit went down. 
Right. Started the shit. The shit ball rolling. <laughs> Basically. So, I'm so looking at, I'm looking at a picture. It says the New Jersey Vape Expo has been has reached maximum capacity and therefore has closed early. We apologize for any bullshit. inconvenience this may have caused. What the hell is that? That was bullshit. I, I, uh, I honestly, I left. The venue, the venue got too vapey. So basically what they did was they, they shut it down to keep people. Yeah, I basically uh, went home. I only lived 40 minutes from the, the venue, and I was just like, screw it. was trying to shut them down in, in any capacity. I'm sorry. I, I got people messaging me right now. Like, I mean, I, I, I can't tell you how many vendors and friends of mine have sent me messages talking about absolutely no professionalism between the organizers and themselves. I mean, we have people. I'm, listen, man, we got people from Maryland, from fucking Massachusetts that drove out here to display their product, and they went back, and they're sitting here going, how am I going to get my money back? Like, this this was a step back for everyone. I don't forget, this is a paid event. This wasn't a free vaping event. You had to pay at the door. Vapors paid, like, 20, was it 25 a day? Yeah, I believe it was 25. I think it was 25 or 30 a day. I don't want to be misquoted on that, but the reality is, is that it... it I, they should be paid in in excess for for what was done to this community today. So they oh well, yeah, no, no shit. They should, but okay. But yeah. l- l- let me ask you this: from the vendors that were there on Friday or on Saturday, and then on, mm-hmm. how many vendors do you guess left between Saturday and Sunday? Because you made it sound just like a few. Was it a few or was it many? Um, there was a bunch that left, and what it was, what I believe what they were saying is the vendors that paid big bucks, I mean, the ones that brought in the Ferraris and shit, <laughs> believe if they left, they would have a case to get all their money back because they didn't go through with the whole the whole event. Right. Yeah, so but, but, a lot of the, the reality, big, big ones left. The big ones left. By halfway through the day, we, we had companies like Northern Lights and Cold Fusion leaving. Vaporenda left halfway through Saturday. Yeah. Miserable, sick to their stomach, and and the, you know I mean these are some of the, the the biggest and best names in in the industry, you know I mean you had the guys from Steadfast left they 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 came up from Raleigh and left the same day, Friday night drove down gone done. Yeah, there was some huge boots there, man. I mean they had like I said running Ferraris and all kinds of crazy stuff sitting areas. I I, I, I felt bad for Cutwood because Cutwood. Basically spent the most, I think, and they they stuck it out. But it was just they're on all over the posters and everything. So I was just like, man, you're taking a bath in this. Oh, How about these guys from Sour Batch? How fucking old were those guys? I, I, I saw that. I was <laughs> okay. kind of I was okay. Like, no, that's okay. Okay. The thing with the Sour Batch, I, I saw that the second I walked in. Okay. I I, I see. The, first off, there was about fifteen of them. Okay, you know, it's summer break at school. They all were out to, to launch their bathroom juice company and do what they had to do. So they're, they're all out there wearing multicolored shirts with a fucking claw machine and, and the giant Sour Batch logo, not Sour Patch, because they own a text, which I'm 90% sure that text is free for anybody to download a font and use. They don't own a font. Right. Nobody designed a font. If they took the time to design a font, they should have taken the time to design something that wasn't riding on the coattails of some other company's success. So 
I see them jumping around. By the way, they won Best Candy Award in a Juice Awards uh, that, that no one knew about. <laughs> it was awarded to all local New Jersey companies. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But to show you they how were all Don's buddies. They all were gathered around. They must Don's have been the only ones left his then. His buddies, his friends won. Yeah, that's the only ones that left because everybody else went back to their home state where things are normal. Now, they 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 had these Sour Batch kids. I walked up to them. First off, the first kid that I spoke to, his name was Mike something, and he told me his name was Joe. And he had, like, this snarky attitude. I didn't want to interview him. I was recording it. I was just recording, and I said, here's a claw machine for the kids. And he turns to me and goes, ah, and he makes this, like, you know, weird noise. And I look to him. I go, all right, let's play this fucking game. You know what I mean? So I started talking to them, and they're talking about candy-flavored vodka, and they're talking about food, and they're talking about this, and, and they're talking about the intricacies of why their logo was not the same. But at the end of the day, it's a lack of create creativity. Someone said to me as a joke, they said, well, did you try any? And I said, I go, if this is their business plan, imagine what their lab looks like. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of this going down on the vape industry. That was a big scandal uh, for a while about people literally stealing logos for juice and selling it like, you know, like Cracker Jacks and stuff like that. And, yeah, it comes it's down to like creativity. The but... person making the logos, it's not their fault. They can make those logos all day. It's, it's upon the company to use them that it's their fault. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you can draw a... a you can draw a fucking swastika and say Nazi juice, and it's upon a company to use it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not about who makes the labels. we got to forget about that. We gotta Shit, i got to go buy NaziJuice.com now. What? <laughs> I, I, I got to go buy NaziJuice.com now. All right, hang on a second. We got <laughs> a... Uh, for Joe's tomorrow morning. We got another call. Hang on. I know no, who this is. They... Hang on one second. 201, you are on the air. Hello? Yeah, it's Andy. Who? Andy Ballou. Andy Ballou. Oh, this is Andy Ballou, oh, the guy that put on the event. How are you, Andy? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? So we've been talking about your event. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you have to say is, huh? Yeah, I got your money. You all can go fuck yourself. You ain't getting a dime back. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 that was it. He hung up. <laughs> was Andy Baloney? Yeah. Thank you, Andy Baloney. <laughs> you know, I, that kid Holy that was shit. working the Sour Batch booth with all the zits all over his face, <laughs> that fucking probably oh came God. from the juice. <laughs> that much fucking candy, you get you get pimples. <laughs> you know, that was... That, that was, was actually a... Scott Stapp that just called in. Yeah, that... <laughs> The most yeah, for a second there, I was like, Andy's voice got really deep. Yeah, you you got you got to watch that video on on John's uh, Facebook when he videotapes uh, um, the uh, Sour Batch. They have a claw machine, a fucking claw machine, right? It's up. You know what? Actually, I'll play the audio real quick. I do have like a few minutes of it. This is like the beginning part, but you got to watch the whole five minutes on John's channel. But here's the beginning part where he interviews the the Sour Batch uh, kids. Oh, here we are, yeah, the yeah, Sour bro. Batch. Big, big 
As you can see, complete logo and contract. And then you take a look over here, just to really market it for the kids. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, machine. What you mean? Yeah. Joe. Hey, Joe. How's it going? It's going well, man. Now, I have a question. Have you guys gotten in contact and have any legal rights to use? Sour Patch Kids logo. We own the text. This is a sold text. So we own the text. We don't use anybody's logo. Okay, and how do you feel about the fact that the FDA is coming down on vape juices being targeted towards children? We feel like it's. Uh, I feel like you should be awesome. free to market. Yeah, free marketing, and we also are doing everything in our power to deal with the industry. We change our logos, we're taking the candy out, put warnings on our put labels. No labels on it. It's a motif color scheme, so. This is very interesting. What's interesting about it? Your name? I'm just curious. This, uh, my name's Trevor, co-owner of the company. How's it going, Trevor? Not too bad. How are you? Good. So I was just, just taken off guard by the video. <laughs> I, I understand. Said. But yeah, so uh, the, the font that we use is a paid commercial use font. And uh, the only trademark that Sour Patch Kids actually owns on the their brand is on the figurines that they have. Not on their logo or text. Okay, now, let me ask you something. You do understand that this has a likeness to the Sour Patch Kids, correct? Yes. Okay, and, and you think that with, like, for instance, out in California, there's legislation coming down hard about e-juices being marketed to children. Even in New York, it's pending legislation mm -hmm. to reduce us down to nothing but tobacco or menthol. Right. And honestly, I think you can make that argument about any e-juice on the market right now, that it's appealing to children. Eye-popping colors, attractive fonts, cartoon characters, tobacco. Your name? Dylan Kaminsky. You an owner? Employee. Where are you guys based out of? Uh, about 40 minutes west of here in Dover, New Jersey. Okay. So you're local? Yes. All right. Now, my next question. So you don't see anything wrong with marketing a candy-flavored juice that, that be all the regulations coming down, okay? Once again, we have legislation that's pending that wants to reduce the child uh, uh, flavors that are appealing to children. Okay. Now, kids love Sour Patch Kids. They see this, they're going to associate it with the brand. Regardless of how different is it could be or whether trademarks based on legality, you still think that this is a good idea? Honestly, I haven't seen, I haven't seen any proof of cutting legislation on that. I've only heard the mention of it. <laughs> he hasn't seen any proof. What a fucking dummy. As, I heard, as these, a I heard owner. that these kids that were running that booth are Andy Baloney's sons. <laughs> Listen, as a business owner, okay, if you're producing juice, okay, you have a responsibility to the industry to be vigilant of legislation pending. We're not talking about – listen, it, it just got – we, we, we just had a victory out in California, okay? But there's a pending bill in New York. I, I, I was speaking to somebody uh, the other day. They said that there was – they were they – were, testifying in in boston and somebody pulled out a, a bag of sour patch kids and used it as an example like as as a as a juice company and i use the word company very loosely right okay it, it, this is a responsibility you have can you imagine where this two ingredient disaster is made Got a treehouse. I, I, I mean, everything that, <laughs> everything that is wrong with juice making was proudly exhibited for health inspectors at this expo. What we exposed was not vendors to consumers and vendors to companies. We exposed the ugliness of this industry that unfortunately exists 
to the government. That's what we did. We showed it to them. We basically said, hey, check it out. We're breaking the law. Now, when you come in here, there's half-naked chicks. There's mixology labs and dirty tents, people vaping by a dumpster, <laughs> child, child candy-branded juices, and a bunch of pimply kids peddling juice out of their mother's bathroom. I just That's found out what, how they got That was freed. what Vape Expo was. What's that? Oh, I just found out how they got creed. <laughs> Barney was and uh, creed. backed out at the last minute. Set the top it off, the icing on the cake. Yeah. Barney wasn't available, so they had to go with creed. I, you missed Tito's line. He said that they're making the Sour Batch uh, out, of, out of their treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> my my buddy my buddy from uh, uh, Dojo said that it's made in the exact same tree fort that they have tea time with Teddy Bear at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I. It, 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 now. You know you you know what John? It's funny, but it's not funny. I mean, I, 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 no, it's not. This it's is what's not. killing us. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is disgusting. Uh, th- what, what happened? And and this week, it was It just wasn't just the these these idiots that put on this event, which was a catastrophe. I mean, it's so terrible. I mean, every you you still see these people. People still think it's okay to mix juice. They're mixing it on a fucking table on a convention floor, and this is still happening. With with shops, and I see this. I see it in my own state as well. These shops that are mixing juices inside their shop on filthy fucking countertops, and they're selling all oh, thirty mils for five bucks. This is crazy that this is happening. This is nuts. In they New think Jersey, it's, it's everywhere. Don't forget about the kicker. In and, New, yeah, but, but it's especially dirty in New Jersey. Yeah, right, right. I mean, <laughs> this. I don't, I don't, I, I don't like what I breathe. You think I want to bottle it and ship it out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if anybody was there this weekend, three four seven three zero eight eight three two nine. Tell me, you know, it's interesting because reading some people's experience, they were like, "It was great. I had a great time. I got to try juice. I got to vape. I don't know what everybody's talking about." Then some people were like, "You know, it was horrific." I mean, all right, oh, Joe. Be, be sure to push number one because it doesn't tell you. You don't get prompted. The only reason why I, I knew that was because I've been on Russia so, so much. Okay, well, yeah, that, that's right. When you, when you call and push number one if you want to be on the air. So you, you were there all weekend, right, Joe? Well, I, I left, um, let's see, today around uh, noon. I actually had a, got a phone call. My na- neighbor's apartment was, had smoke coming out of it, so they called me down. And so I, I left the event. Uh, then I saw... That got closed or shut down or whatever, and uh, I was like, "Wow, what an omen!" <laughs> but overall, you know, it was the biggest vape event I've been to in terms of how, and size and scope. Because I'm more like I like Vaporcon and you know and Vape Mania, you know, stuff like that. But this was in terms of square footage, one of the biggest, if not the biggest. The problem is the 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 event was just itself just terrible you know you walk in it looked nice and then all of a sudden there's like literally policemen and, and su- private security everywhere i was like where am i am i in like a you know there's a president here <laughs> you know, I, I, mean, listen, I, I had i had some guy in a monkey suit almost do a tuck and roll because i almost brought a hot dog into the convention <laughs> yeah, I wore a sweatshirt today. Black team, he was red team go over me having a hot dog, but you had two numb nuts mixing up juice on a dirty yeah. floor. And that was <laughs> okay. I was, I was wearing a sweatshirt today. It was hot out. 
It was too and bad. And the fucking to show guy was like, I gotta pat you down because you're wearing a sweatshirt and it's too hot out. I heard they were gonna close the show with the Edison High School cheerleading team. <laughs> you know, I was just like, holy shit, man! What do you think we have? You know, this is Jersey. We can't carry guns here. <laughs> So, yeah, exactly. So in other words, the shit show. What's the shit show? Hang on. Well, we had a call that just went away. I think they want to talk. Hang on. Area code eight six zero. You are on the air now. Hello. What's going on, Kevin? This is Austin. Hello, Austin. How are you? Good, thanks. I come in your shop all the time. I'm sure you'd remember me. Oh yes, I do remember you. Yes, I do, Austin. So you're actually listening live. That's good. So did you go? Did you go to the expo? Yeah, I just I actually just pulled in my driveway back from it. Really? So so how so how was it for you? Did you enjoy it? I mean, overall, it it was okay. Uh, you could tell everybody was bummed out from uh, everything that went on yesterday. Yep. Um, a lot of the big booths were completely shut down, which was kind of a bummer. Uh, Cutwood wasn't allowing anybody to try the juices. Oh. Um, and, uh, I mean, it was, it, it, it was worth the trip, I guess, but it, it, it was not that great, to be honest. So did you go for both days or just today? No, just today, which I'm glad I didn't show up yesterday. <laughs> you were left with a nice $250 fucking fine. So, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. sucks for you because you went today, and you know a lot of the vendors left. I mean, God, you went to co- so you, you went to the COVID with you couldn't even try juice. They wouldn't let you try anything. Exactly. Oh my God! Well, they've had the same four flavors for five years. So <laughs> kind of have to know what they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I didn't really need to try them. It's not like they're pumping out new flavors every day. <laughs> Uh, so how long did it take you to get there? What, about three and a half hours, right? It took a while. No, it was about two, two and a half, two forty-five to get there. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. I think uh, Andy Baloney should reimburse you for the gas back. money. Yeah, yeah, Andy should re. <laughs> now let me ask you that. Now, now you went. You what? You you pay ten bucks to go in, right? Yeah, exactly. Do you feel like you got your money's worth? I mean, were you you happy with that, or do you feel like you know I? You shouldn't have had to pay ten bucks, or you should at least get your money back. I I think I got my ten bucks worth because I got a ridiculous amount of samples. Right. So you got a lot of free stuff. There's a lot of free samples still being handed out. How many people actually yep. attended this thing? Yeah, I know. How many people actually attended? Well, there were a ton of people there. Yeah. Um, I was there when they shut off the AC, and we could feel it. It's, uh, it got very, very warm in there, and there weren't really any windows. They said, oh, open up the windows. There was a couple bay doors that they opened up, but it did nothing because it was 100 degrees. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah, on Saturday there was oh, yeah, a lot of people, shady. but once the mood got tainted, it was, it was you know, people were leaving. The people didn't know if they could come. It could have been a really huge event, but everybody was just like, if I walk in with a, you know, a, you know, a, a mod, am I going to get a $250 fine? Right. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I was following uh, Facebook pretty heavily on my way down there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, once they said, oh, yeah, vaping's allowed, I was like, all right, um, it, you know, it's worth going down. So you're at least allowed to vape in there today. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they were, I didn't see anybody getting in trouble for vaping or anything like that. Right. All right, well. Vaping at least, it's disgusting. Oof. Well, at least you got, you know. 
some free stuff. At least you got. I, 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 you know what? I hope this doesn't discourage you from going to other events because they're, they're not no, like this. <laughs> if something if something big comes up, you know, I, I wish we had like a VaporCon on, you know, in in Connecticut or Massachusetts or something like that, because that'd be a lot of fun. Well, I will tell you this. In September, I believe it's the third or fourth week of September, we're going to have an event, and Grim Green's going to be there, and Ruby Roo's going to be there, and it's it's going to be uh, – uh, we're raising money for a Safada chapter, so it's going to be uh, – it'll be a nice event. There's not going to be, like, thousands of people there. It's not going to be, like, which, you know, some huge elaborate thing, but it's going to be fun. So it'll be Vapor something. Vapor Venue's going to be you, releasing the yeah, sound box line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Are man. you going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for calling in Hang on. thank you for calling in and uh i'll see you soon thanks man for telling us your experience we'll yeah, talk absolutely. To you later. take care kevin all right man later yeah all right, guys i'm gonna take off thanks to good talking to you okay oh and, and by the way joe before you go since what? since nobody believes me and i play this all the time nobody believes me this right here the best show in baby you were talking about dino and i no, I was talking about uh, I was talking about Russ. No, 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 no. You're talking about Dino and I. You said it right here. <laughs> the best show. Russ. <laughs> you were talking about us. See, oh, he was Russ. he was he's Joe's kidding. No, I told about you us. I thought Russ had the best show in baby, but it's on your network, so Russ? you get the credit. Oh, no, you all you, hang on. You also said you have such a great show. You said that too. <laughs> well, especially yeah, when you bring me up, sure. Well, that, listen, <laughs> he meant it about us. He's joking around. Okay, we'll talk to you later, Joe. <laughs> all right, buddy. See all right, you. Bye. Okay, John, you there? Yeah. You are phenomenal. Yeah, Your video. Do, do do you go to other vape events and do this? Like, take how have you been doing this for a while? Because this is the greatest thing ever. What you did today, what you did this week, it was phenomenal. What I usually do is I come home from work and piss people off on Facebook. Yeah, he's a fucking <laughs> troll. So, yeah, I'm a fucking troll. But this isn't trolling. This is this is like this is shit that's hurting the industry. Yes. This is this is channeling my my shit stirring abilities in the right direction. Right. I mean, instead of arguing about small batch modders and villages far away, this is a little bit more important. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, the people in the chat want you to get your own show here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want you to have your own show <laughs> with arms wide open, starring <laughs> fuck John Nathan. <laughs> Oh, that's my great. first guess will be Scott Staff. But I he ain't doing nothing. Right. <laughs> not, not anymore. <laughs> but I but no, I, I am happy with you you know, you filmed what you filmed, you pointed the absurdity of this out. You know, for anybody out there who was sitting there and getting upset with the with the health committee and with senators and congressmen and, and mayor and everything else, it is totally on the responsibility of the people that put on this event. I will encourage vendors to do anything they can to get their money back because they deserve it. If you feel as a vapor that you deserve your money back, you should ask for your money back. And uh, this was just a complete catastrophe. It was terrible, terrible that this happened, and hopefully this doesn't happen again. And if anybody's thinking of doing this, I hope this is a lesson. Look at what this th- this happened at this vape New Jersey. Don't have don't attempt to have anything like this again in New Jersey. Don't have stripper poles at your goddamn event. Don't have companies like Sour Batch there with <laughs> fucking claw machines. I mean, for Christ's sakes, take. There's going to be no va- uh, New Jersey Vape Expo too. <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> you know, I wanted to Not ask him that. Yeah, he. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask him that too. He's like, I really got to go, and I, I had so many questions to ask him. But that was my next question: Is there going to be another one? I think he's going to try to put out another one. I really do. I think he really feels like this went fine. There was a few little hiccups, like yeah, he said. Basement. Yeah, <laughs> but, but overall, it was fine, which is just insane. Absolutely insane. Oh, my God. Crazy. Well, John, thank you. Thank you for doing thank what you, you did. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for coming. I'm going to put your Facebook uh, link in the uh, replay notes so people can go, you know, know where to see the videos. They're phenomenal. Yeah, you- tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> yeah, That's what I need more. <laughs> Fucking gain my own. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. All right, man. Later. <laughs> guy's great. <laughs> Oh, jeez. What a fucking... Uh... Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> and that's what happened at the New Jersey Vape Expo. So, yeah, that's the way you should be thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Blame, Put on the blame where the blame is due on the people who put together this fucking... Catastrophe, catastrophe fucking the shit show blame them don't blame the health inspectors don't blame the governor don't blame the senators blame put the blame where it should be put 347-308-8329 i give you five more minutes to call in and then i'm done it's a wrap actually the phone lines are going to close in 10 minutes so you got five minutes you must press one when you come on if you want to be put on the air I mean, you know, this is nuts. This is absolutely crazy. I'm glad I didn't go. Yeah, I am too. I was actually thinking about going. I was actually thinking about going. You, you want to know what? I wanted to go, and Dino you know would testify to this. I wanted to go because I wanted to go and ask questions. Like, I wanted to do what John did. That's exactly what I wanted to do, what, what fucking John did. I'm so glad he did it. I want to go and, and I want to do the same thing. Go up to Sour Batch and say, hey, and ask him all the questions that John asked him. It's phenomenal that he did it, and we have those fucking kids. Yeah, I swear to God, I like to check their IDs. Fucking, kids. I know. I think their IDs need to be checked. I don't think they're of age. I think they somehow snuck through, or they had fake IDs or something. I don't know what. But you know, really, Dino, a lot of these companies are run by young guys, young young guys, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, who know nothing about running a business at all. And it, it, it's it's just insane. Hang on. Oh, God, Ed Wolf. Oh, we got all kinds of phone calls now. Hang on a second. I only got eight minutes on the phone. 973 area code. You are oh, on the hello? air. Hello? Hi, my name's Stacy. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Stacy? I'm okay. Um, I attended the convention this weekend. I live in Bergen County, so I was about a half an hour away. Okay. Um, John Nathan is actually a good friend of mine. Um, Sorry to hear that. Personally, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I went and I know a lot of the vendors by attending, like, you know, the vape shows. Like, this is the second expo that I went to. The first one that I went to was actually back in May. It was a, at a smaller scale, so I was looking really forward to going to the one in New Jersey, um, and then at midnight, after Creed performed, I saw the post by Andy in the Vape Expo group about nobody's allowed to vape. Now, the purpose as a consumer for me, the purpose as a consumer is to go 
and try the juice so that way, like, I don't have to stick to one juice. There's no way that I would be ever able to try anybody's juice if I don't get this kind of exposure. Um, I know that, you know, personally, I know a lot of the vendors. A lot of them were pissed off. You know, there were vendors who flew thousands of miles. One of them came from Alaska, some came from Florida, um, North Carolina, to come all the way up here to promote their business. And they wound up leaving, leaving early, leaving empty-handed. And from my understanding, like, listen, when I went to the expo, I had a great time. I was able to vape. I didn't get fined. Um, I got there on Saturday around 4 o'clock. And I got a lot lot of free stuff. But I understand that businesses are in business to make money. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, And I feel like they lost because you're spending all this money to go up to an expo and you're spending all this money to promote your business and they really got the shit end of the stick in my opinion. Yes. They did. I absolutely agree 100%. So so were you there both days or just one day? I was only there Saturday. I wanted to go today after the Yankee game, but after speaking to a couple of vendors asking them, is it worth it to go down at 6 o'clock? And they had said, now most of the vendors had packed up and gone, and then they had put a big sign out of the front window saying that due to overcapacity they were shutting down, which from what I heard was complete bullshit because the place was empty. Right. You know, and it's unfortunate because I know, you know a lot of the people <laughs> who are a part of the vaping militia and who are a part of NJBRC and, and who really fight to advocate for vapors' rights. You know, John had mentioned that there was um, a bill that was squashed out in California, and I think that, unfortunately, they may have wanted to do a good thing, but, unfortunately, what happened in New Jersey affects the vaping industry as a whole. Yes. They can use this as a benchmark for other states and for federal laws and stuff, and I just think it's really unfortunate. Yes. Somebody somebody with a brain. My God. you been Have you been following Facebook, Stacey? I mean, Don Nathan is one of my closest friends. Come on. I hang with the right people. Well, I mean, have you been following Facebook in general? It just like social media and seeing what some people are saying. I mean, some people are saying, oh, they feel sorry for the coordinator, the event coordinators. And, uh, oh, how dare Edison uh, Health Department go in there and do this and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's insanity. I can't believe what I'm reading. <laughs> just... Listen, I'm a firm believer that there's three sides to every story. And, like, it's. We didn't see the contract. We didn't see if Andy and Dan were given false promises in writing. And if that's the case, then they have a case to stand on. But if they assume things and nothing was put in writing and they didn't meet with the Edison Board of Health and they were they didn't meet with the venue and, like, not everything was set in stone, then shame on them. Right. I mean, they're the ones who are supposed to be acting as the public relations coordinators for vaping as a whole. When you do this stuff, you represent the community as a whole. Right. That's right. I agree. Right. And this is going to get out. It's already out. It's, it's Listen, this is out globally at this point. There's members on Facebook that are not members of the United States. I mean, this is all over the place. This made the Star-Ledger. And it didn't make the Star-Ledger in a positive light. The Star-Ledger is the New Jersey uh, newspaper. Yep. And all they had were pictures of the strippers. They had pictures of the cloud contest. They had pictures of people vaping. Because the media wants to put this out in a negative light, and the government obviously is going to do whatever they have to do to protect themselves in case a suit goes against them. Right, and they were given that this weekend. Wonderful. All right, Stacey, i got a few more calls to get to, but thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a good one. Okay, you too. All right, hang on. I'm going to pick up on 416, and I'm going to pick up on uh, 337. 416, you there? I'm here. 
Okay, hang on. 337, are you there, 337? Yeah. Oh, okay, 337, you can Wow, go. what is that You can go ahead and go first. I know who the other caller is. Uh, you can wait. <laughs> okay, this is on is just saying I'm loving this show. Oh, I'll I keep you. I'll, I'll try another time. Hello? Okay. <laughs> what is, I don't know what's going on with this guy. All right, I know who 416 is. The hell is he vaping? <laughs> <laughs> he was vaping. Hey, 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 guys. Love your show. Calling from Toronto, Canada. I'm an avid vapor. I travel the U.S. Yes. I attend all the big cons and stuff like that. Okay. And I think this needs to be a lesson to the vendors. A lesson to the, the vendors. The okay. A lesson to the vendors. At the end of the day, there's a lot of vendors. Before they sign up to go to a con and spend their money, you have to look at who's organizing it, what's involved, is it going to be policed, are they just going to rent a table to anybody to collect some cash, and what's going on at the event? Uh, uh... I think this is important. Yeah, I, I do think it's important, but also you have to understand, for all we know, the vendors were made a lot of false promises. You know, Absolutely. I'm, I'm sure they looked over, uh, you know, these contracts and were assured that people could try juices, people could vape, there wouldn't be any issues, and uh, it was all bullshit. Absolutely, but the gentleman throwing this convention, who is he? You're going to fly halfway around, you're going to fly from California to go sell your juice there. He has no background. He has no track record. Who's he, this guy? He's Andy Baloney. He's Andy Baloney. <laughs> right, Tito? And, and, and that's what they got. They got a bucket full of fucking baloney. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you, caller. Thank you for your thank uh, you. call. Thank you for calling in. Okay, 908, you're on the air. Hello? Yes. Hey, how are you guys? Okay, how are you? Good, thanks. What? He's gone. Zeddy just called to see how we were doing. <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> 90 seconds. Okay, we're cutting this off. You're gone. End episode. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Oh, Goodbye. Shut up. Fucking stupid Blog Talk Radio. Okay. Well, Dino, that was exciting. I got to say what I wanted to say about this. I've been waiting to say it all week, and I've been reading about this and everything that's going on. At the end of the day, everybody use your brain. This event was not positive for our community. It should have never been held in a state where you can't vape, and the sole people responsible for the failure of this event are the organizers. It's that simple. Any, not any, but right, Dino? Am I wrong here? No, I agree 100%. Yes, that is right. Dino agrees, too. And if Dino agrees, then I must be right. Got to be right. <laughs> I'm telling you, if Dino says, oh. then you know it's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now next week, since we've done such a phenomenal show this week, like two shows in one, uh, next week, Dino and I are taking Sunday off. There will be no VP Live Talk Radio next week. I have a lot of things that I have to do on Sunday, so no show next week. But we'll be back the week after that, which you will have next week, as you'll have Jeannie, 
Kay on Thursday. She's great. You'll have, I believe you'll have Dimitri on Wednesday. You might have Russ on Tuesday, and you're going to have the wonderful Jan tomorrow at 6 o'clock. So you'll have plenty of stuff to listen to, plenty of stuff, because Dino and I are taking a week off. Right, Dino? Yeah, I'm going with my buddy. Yep. I'm going to go ride my uh... – did you see the pictures of the new uh... – Go-kart, I got him. You got him a go-kart? Yeah, I got a friggin' monster. Like with a motor and everything? Yeah, it's got a motor. <laughs> it's got two seats. It's got a roll cage on it. <laughs> and how old is he again? Three. <laughs> Does his mother ever come to you and say, Dino? You forgot his mother's my daughter. <laughs> Does your daughter ever come to you and say, Dino? You know, he's three years old. I don't think he should be riding around in a in a motorized go-kart. I mean, nothing. Yeah, and? <laughs> That's it. You don't care. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, he belongs to me. Okay. That's the way I feel about it. Okay. All righty, then. All righty. So we will see you in uh, two weeks. All right, buddy. All right, man. Talk to you later. Good night. And there goes Dino. There he is. He's gone. Okay, like I said, we'll be back in two weeks. On Monday, you got uh, Jan, 6 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday, Russ at 8. I guess Dimitri is away. So you're not going to have Dimitri this week. But Thursday, you'll have Jeannie on the Jeannie K Show. That's it. I am done. That is our show. And I will see everybody in two weeks.